everyone. It is Marilyn Lori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And this is Pod Party. I'm not going to tell you the number because it's going to come after another pod party because I have a lot going on in my world. One of the first things that is happening is my book is, by the time you hear this, my book is for sale. So go to Amazon and go to Barnes & Noble, go wherever you can even go to my website and go look for my book because it was a labor of love. I'm super excited. It's my first book. And I have learned that it is my heart and soul. I love to write. So I'm really looking forward to doing more writing. I knew that I've always wanted to write. And this is what we're going to talk about. The one thing you need in order to make your life happen. That's today's topic. The topic is about focus. It's about different things. And I'm going to share with you um, the one thing you need to change your life. That is basically what today's topic is. The one thing that you need to change your life. And this book coming out for me was definitely a big change for me. And for those of you who are sitting on the fence waiting to um, move forward in your own goals and your own dreams, and maybe you're not getting enough traction or you're confused or you're overwhelmed or you're having a lot of um, emotional things happen in your life, I'm really hoping that today's podcast with my beautiful pod party people here is really going to help you to move the needle forward. So I'm going to be sharing a bit about my own story. I'm not really sure what spirit's going to do. I feel like they're bracing me for something big. I always allow myself to just show up and let my guides speak through me. And then we're going to definitely do some experiential stuff and there'll be Q&A at the end. But you can go to Barnes & Noble and um, go to uh, guides, mystical connections to soul guides and divine teachers. It's mystical connections to soul guides, divine teachers. The main title is guides and it's part, part of the common sentience series. And what's great about this book is in the beginning, I teach you about guides and I was teaching yesterday in next level living um, by the time I'm recording this, not by the time you're hearing it. And we were talking about symbols and I was really teaching them how to understand and have a relationship with symbols. And we did some really amazing, magical stuff with it. And I think I'm going to bring a little of that in here today for you guys so that you can start working with symbols in a way that allows you to experience synchronicity in your life. And it's such, I always say the word magical because I don't, it's such a, it goes beyond magical, but that really like encompasses the experience because it's mystery. It's magical. It's amazing. It's, it's not like I need to know what's going to happen. It's more like, okay, I'm safe with this journey. It's incredible. And I was, when I was teaching them yesterday and they're such a dynamic group, I was like blown away by what was coming through. And I haven't seen, and this is not an ego thing because I'm sure this is out there because it's, you know, it's available, but I really haven't seen people teach material the way my guides teach material. And it's really about experiential. It's really about accepting yourself fully and owning who you are and allowing your own instrument, your body to work with your gifts. So in this book, um, and then what I'm going to teach you today is like in this book, there's an introduction where I talk about guides and who guides are and all the different, how it's about relationship. And then the middle of the book is about me um, giving stories. And then the end of the book is an experiential journey. And then the appendix is guides. And you're probably, by the time you hear this podcast, which is the first week in July, I think it's coming out, you'll be like, all right, Marilyn, we've already understand about the book. You've talked to us about it for weeks already, but it is a dream come true. How many of you have experienced a dream come true. And I'm sure I'm gonna look at everybody in the um, chat right now, put in the chat, how many of you have experienced a dream come true? And could you remember what that felt like? Like what was going on? Think about right the moment, right? Think about before the dream came true. What was your, what were you like? Tell me some of the words that was going on for you when you made a dream come true. 
just give it to me first before I tell you what I'm trying to reach for and what I'm trying to tell you. Accomplishment, yes, it can happen to me, Lucy says. Yes, unexpectedly just imagining a uh, question, excitement. Okay, yes, I concentrated on manifesting. That's it, Audrey. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. Go to the point where before the dream came true, but where you made a decision, you made a choice to, to, I don't want to say the word pursue it because it's a different energy. When you make a conscious decision for a dream to come true, there's something that happens inside of you. Think of to that, to that moment when you made the decision, like, this is it. I'm going to do this. Nothing's getting in my way. What was that like for you? What was that like? Lucy's like going way back thinking. I close my eyes to experience. Beautiful, Danita. Um, intense, Audrey said. Great. Jane's thinking with her hand on her mouth. Let me help you out here. Because this is how I would like you to continue to move things forward. Before I go there, how many people have a dream right now that they want to make come true? Give me the answers in the chat. Because some people back away from dreams. They back away from goals because they've been so disappointed in their life. They're afraid it's never going to happen. Or when things are starting to go well, they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And when you're in communication with your guides, with, it, with divine focus, and you're working the synchronicity, you recognize that when the shoe drops, it's in your favor. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. So um, they, so people have a dream. Audrey says, I do. Yes, I was excited about manifesting it. That's before. Great. Super successful business and a time the ocean. Great. Um, so the, what is the one thing you think you need in order to change your life? What is the one thing you think you need in order to change your life right now and live? Look. Let's be clear right now. Let's be transparent. Let's be honest. The dream that you're holding in your heart is not the dream you're going to live because what they have available to you is so much more magical than you're holding in your container. So let go of that right now and feel a breath with that because a lot of times people are like, it's got to be this way. It's got to be this way. He's got to be tall, six feet five, blah, 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 blah. And when you're like doing that with your dreams, you are missing so much in your world. And I don't believe that a lot of people that listen to me are coming from that energy because I don't really attract those types of people that much anymore. But right away, the dream that you're holding is not the dream that spirit has for you. It's so much better. So knowing that, what is the one thing you would need to change in your life right now to make this happen, to make your life feel peaceful and free and excited and inspired. And it's not to say that other stuff doesn't happen, but the excitement, the inspiration, the focus, the, the incredulousness, if that's a word, with the world is so much more the majority than the other stuff. So what is the one thing you think you have to have? Faith. As Judy says, patience, Lucy. Release control of how things need to be. Perfect. Um, says Vanita. Audrey says, let go and trust in the universe. Great. Uh, Gia says, 100% confidence in myself and my skills. Hmm. Interesting one, Gia. Hmm. 100% confidence in myself and my skills. Gia, do you think, do you think I have 100% confidence? She knows me very well. Gia's in my programs. Do you think I have 100% confidence in myself and my skills at all times, Gia? I'd like to know, does anybody think that I have 100% confidence? at all times. 
trust, faith and trust, the feeling of having it. So Sharon says, yes. Okay. Um, no, no. When I'm doing something new that I have never done before, I'm scared. I'm uncomfortable. I'm questioning, can I really do it and see it through? I'll tell you what I do have. What I do have is this is my life and I'm going to live it to the fullest. I'm not going to deny my heart and my soul what I truly feel I'm meant to experience in this life. Do I, I have courage. I would say I have the courage to live my life fully. <laughs> Gia says, no, but you have awesome psychic abilities to see your future. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Okay. So the one thing you need in order to change your life is a hundred percent. Spirit saying, let's lower that a little bit. 98%. Hmm. Let's not give it a percentage, 96% acceptance of self, acceptance and love for yourself. How many, where are you in the percentage of accepting and loving yourself? Tell me that in the thing. So that is the one thing. And, and will this shift over time for me? It could. This is where I am in my life right now, that I have to fully accept and love myself. And part of where I'm noticing this coming forward is, okay, I have a book coming out. And before the book came out, I had to ask for endorsements. And I asked for endorsements that were pretty big asks for me, you know, asks for me. I asked people that I was a little nervous about asking, or I wanted to let them off the hook. It's okay if you can't do it, because I know how busy you are. And I still made myself do it because I accept myself. I expect, accept what I have to teach. I love what I have to teach. I love my purpose and why I'm here in life and how I'm helping people to believe in themselves. And what happened is a lot of people said yes, that I was shocked by. And some people said yes and have not given, have not followed through with it. And what I have learned about myself is that doesn't matter. You know, it, what matters is that I love myself, that I respect myself, that it's not about me. Somebody giving me a full on yes, who I know is busy and me saying to them, look, I really understand. I was like, where's the endorsement? Oh, I'm, I'm at this thing. I don't know if I can get it done. You know, I, I want to get it done. I want to do this for you. I want to do this for you. I'm like, look, it's totally fine. I know you're busy. It's okay. I have already have endorsements. No, no, no. I want to do this for you. I'm like, okay. Um, can you get it to me on my Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday comes. It's gone. No comment. Nothing. This is a good friend. And I can make that about me, but I'm not going to because I love and accept myself. And I don't even need to make it about her. What I do recognize is um, how people follow through or how people show up for me. And is that okay for me? Love and acceptance of myself. I don't need to be mad at that person. I don't need to be angry with them. So love and acceptance of yourself for me is the most important thing. So I'm going to go back to see your answers about where you are. 98, 88, 75, 80, 85. Great. So now that you're telling me that you're pretty high in the love and acceptance of self, Right now, I want to know what is it that you want to do? If you're comfortable with sharing your goal and you know I'm going to read it out loud, share it. If you're not comfortable with that, that's okay. But what is the one thing that you really want to do? Don't worry about that, Gia. What is the one thing that you really want to do? You love and accept yourself. Okay. Vanita, weren't you supposed to launch that podcast last month? Okay. 
So where is the, the, the trouble with loving and accepting yourself and not launching the podcast yet? Get healthy and lose weight, Audrey. That's a great goal. And that is love and acceptance of self. So what's keeping you from doing that? You can write it in the chat. Start my own spiritual business online to help others. So what's keeping you from doing that? Self-doubt kicked in. If you, if this is all fine that self-doubt kicks in, but we're not allowed to stay there. You're not, you're not allowed to keep doing that. You're not allowed to say, I want to lose weight and get into shape. And then still, it, Audrey, we've all been there. So I'm just saying it. And then still make choices that aren't really supporting you. Or when you make choices that don't support you, you beat yourself up. So you just spiral downward, right? Stress, Audrey says. So then we need to find better ways to manage stress. Um, <laughs> Gia is has a married goal, uh, K goal to be sales director with a massive team, six figure income. So if you all love and accept yourself, 85, 75%, what is keeping you from doing the thing you want to really be doing? Tell me what you think it is. I want to know what it is because I, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to say, if you really love and accept yourself, and I want to hear what you guys have to say, if you really love and accept yourself, 75 to 85%, you would not be putting that goal off. Why are you putting that goal off? What is keeping you from doing it? And let me tell you something. This might be an uncomfortable conversation, but I'm sorry. This is where I'm going now because I'm tired. I don't see this a lot in my communities anymore. I'm tired of seeing people stay stuck when they have something magical and amazing to give to the world. So Mary said, disbelief that it can really happen. But if you love and accept yourself and you really want to do it, you're going to believe that it can happen because no matter where it takes you. So let me say this. So Mary said, disbelief that it can really happen. Okay. I love and accept myself. I want to have a spiritual business because I believe that's what Mary is talking about. And I'm afraid it's not going to happen, but I love and accept myself so much. And I know that this is my dream in my heart that I'm going to live it no matter what, because I trust and have faith in my guides. The next thing you need in my guides to take me on this journey and be with me on this journey and take me where I'm meant to be. Does that change it at all? I'm going to say, Audrey, no motivation. I'm going to really challenge all of you. I don't think we're going to get there today to really play with how much you really love and accept yourself. Audrey, do you love and accept yourself with the struggle of wanting to get physically more healthy? Do you love and accept yourself the way you are today physically? I'm waiting for her to answer. So that is where I want you to start. Okay, so thank you for being so honest, honey, and so vulnerable and transparent. She said, no, I don't like myself today. Then that's not love and accepting of self. Okay, honey? And thank you for allowing me to use you as a teaching tool. And I think a you've just helped a lot of people to relate. So I think in our heads, we think, yeah, we love and accept ourselves. We really do. Because you've probably have done a lot on the spiritual journey. You've done a lot for yourself. You're a strong woman. You're a strong person. But I'm going to challenge every single one of you for the next week to really get conscious about how much you love and accept yourself. Okay. And I want you to go on a scale from one to 10 in different moments in your life. Do I love and accept myself fully in this moment? Do I, I just made a mistake? Somebody just said a no to me. Somebody just ignored me. Do I love and accept myself for this experience? 
And this is going to change your life. In the moment, you may be like, oh my goodness, I feel horrible about myself. Then what do you do? Let's take the next part. Okay. Um, everybody close their eyes. And I want you to breathe into your heart. And as you're breathing into your heart, I want you to put your hands over your heart. And what I want, Spirit wants me to say to you, I had no idea I was going down this train. But I do know that what they want me to tell you is that you always have our love and acceptance. You are always loved and accepted. And there's nothing that you can do that we don't unconditionally love you. And just let me go on this little rampage as you're in your heart chakra. And what I'd like you to do in your heart chakra while I'm talking a little bit is I want you to breathe in it in a, in a counterclockwise fashion. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. Counterclockwise, when you're in your heart chakra, the front of your heart is 12 noon. The back of your heart is 6 p.m. This is any chakra. To the left is 9 p.m. And to the right is 3 p.m. So it's like you're in the center of the clock. You're in the center where the arms, the things meet, right? You're there. And so if I'm asking you to breathe counterclockwise, this is a way to clear this chakra. So as you're breathing counterclockwise, you are removing any debris, any dust, any lack of belief, any um, insecurity. It's, it's a way of really owning that you're done with the things that are keeping you from living your life from your heart. So just breathe counterclockwise as I talk this, and then I'm going to tell you what else to do. So my guides want you to know, and this is what I know from my own work with my guides, is that you are unconditionally loved. You're unconditionally loved. And one of the things I've noticed for my guys, and I've talked about this before, is I could make the biggest mistake. I could have been like old boozy one night and gotten drunk and then hooked up with a guy and then woke up the next morning with the worst hangover and been like, what the F did I do? And then I would turn to my guides and be like, what the F? And they, they would be like, okay, let's talk through this. Let's talk about what happened. It was never judgment. It was never like, you're, you're a loser. How could you do this? You're an idiot. Go throw out the vodka. Go call that guy and tell him never to call you again. There was never anything of that. It was all like, all right, let's just kind of like get into this energy and find out why you created this. So think about something in your life that you might be ashamed of, or why aren't you further along, or whatever it is that you feel like is keeping you from doing the thing that you want to be doing. And you don't need to know exactly what it is. You're standing in the center of your chakra. And I'm going to explain it one more time, Deva, but pay attention. And if you don't get it right or you don't know what I'm talking about, it does not matter. Just do it. Just do whatever you want to do. I want people to start trusting themselves. If people can't follow my direction, that's okay. Just do it. You're standing in the middle of your heart chakra. It's like the middle of a clock. The front of your heart is 12 noon, the back is 6 p.m., to the left is 9 p.m., and to the right is 3 p.m. You are the center of the clock in the middle of your heart chakra. You're breathing counterclockwise. What's being removed, and look at it as like a big sweeper. It is just getting rid of all the doubts, all the fears, all the insecurity. Notice how that feels. Now I want you to just continue to remove the debris and there might be a big window that shows up in this chakra. 
and the windows opened and it's just sweeping everything out. Mother Earth is just gathering it in a bag down below. And she's like, you don't need this stuff anymore. I'm just going to take it. I'm taking it. And she's just filling this bag up. It's like a big Santa Claus bag with stuff you don't need. And it's not harming anyone. It's not hurting anyone. She's got it taken care of. And she takes that bag and she throws it into a fiery pit. It is gone. It's gone. And spirit is saying what we're asking you to do is to be conscious of the moments when past experiences come up and they make you doubt. They make you feel afraid. They make you feel ashamed. They make you feel not good enough because it is not true. But they're showing up to help you. Those, we don't need to be afraid of those moments. We don't need to be afraid of those thoughts, those past experiences. We need to learn from them and move on. Now just breathe. Now I want you to think of a symbol that represents for you something that is love, unconditional love, that is light, that is bright, that makes you feel good. And a symbol is everything. It could be Uncle Harry, it could be a white feather. It could be a hummingbird, it could be Archangel Michael. A symbol, it could be a word, it could be love. A symbol is everything. Everything is a symbol. So I want you to think of one right now. And I want you to bring that energy into your heart chakra. And if anybody is struggling to come up with one, I'm going to give you a white feather because that's what they're giving me. And I don't care if you can see this. I want you to feel it. I want you to feel what it feels like to be loved. What it feels like to be fully accepted. You are all here for a reason. And you're not meant to hold it back any longer. Now breathe into this symbol and breathe clockwise now. And you're filling up your heart with this unconditional love. Love for self. Acceptance. Beauty. Wisdom. Now feel what that feels like. And think about the thing that you want to do and see it in front of you, project it out in front of you. And if you have a hard time seeing, feel it projected out in front of you. And it could be you a year from now, selling your book, having that spiritual business. The podcast is a success. You're feeling really healthy in your body, physically good. Whatever it is, it's projected out in front of you. And you're breathing with it. And you believe in yourself. And you're watching yourself in that projected image. And I want you to see yourself in that projected image. And just take a moment now, taking that in, seeing you in that image, doing that thing that you want to be doing. Just watch what you were doing.
And I want you to notice an activity that they're doing. Really see it. And they turn towards you and they invite you into the experience. Notice how that feels to be invited into your future experience. Notice how it feels to be with them in that future experience and to feel their love for you, their acceptance for you, and they're thanking you for making the decision to move forward in your life, to making a commitment. It's all about making a decision. The one thing you need, the one thing you need besides love and acceptance of self is to decide to change and really decide. And then there's other things you need, having great guidance. This is a higher self you just met that can guide you. Being able to understand the symbolic language of your life. Communicating with your guides. It's like Gia said, yeah, but you may not be fully confident, but you see the future. And there's truth in that. I'm talking to my guides all the time. The universe is talking to me constantly, but you can do that too. So I want you to talk right now with your higher self. And I want you to make a commitment to something, but not a commitment where you feel bad about yourself. It's something where you're like, I know I can do this. I know I can do it. I know I could go a day without sugar. I know that I can make sure I get eight hours of sleep. Make it simple. I know that I can read five pages tonight. I know that I can just record something and not publish it. Make a commitment right now to your higher self in the moment of something you're going to do. Notice how that feels. Now come back to your heart. Notice how you feel in your body. I'm gonna ask you a question. You all have a special genius. Robert knows a little bit about this because I've taken him through this. You all have a special genius. I want you to think what that might be if you don't know. Guess. Maybe you're a really great listener. Maybe you're a great writer. Maybe you're a great communicator. Maybe you're like, um, I know Gia really well. She just loves people. Maybe it's like Jane who's writing this tremendous book. That the story, you're a storyteller. I want you to just feel it and guess what it is. And I want you to write that word all over your body, all inside, all the chakras. I just want you to breathe and own that identity right now. Does that mean that's all you are? It means that it's the entryway. What I said to somebody recently is this book is the welcome mat. I see it as the welcome mat to this huge door. Because all of a sudden, all this writing is everything I've been wanting to do. It is now there for me. I am ready to do it. It gave me the opportunity to say, make time for this. So I want you to write this identity, this word, all inside your physical being. And I want you to feel it. Because nothing is stopping you but you. It's not about spending all this money on this class that you need or having to make, making time for yourself is important. I will say that, but making time is free. You can make time, even if it's five minutes a day to own this identity. 
How does it feel to breathe that in? Now I'm gonna have you do something else. It may be a little advanced, but I'd like to offer it up to you. It's what I taught in my Next Level Living class yesterday. I want you to open your eyes. And while your eyes are open, I want you to see in your field that thing that you were doing in your future. So there's a wall in front of me. I'm not seeing the wall. I'm seeing me sitting down at the desk. I'm seeing myself sitting at the desk, writing my signing books. And I'm seeing the water next to me that is my new home. And I'm seeing, um, oh, there's a field of flowers over here. It's really incredible. If you, This is bringing, uh, bridging time, collapsing time, bringing it into the moment. And you can do it with your eyes open. Now, you may struggle with it. I'm very, very, I can see really vividly. But I've been practicing this for years. But just play with it. Play with the idea of, oh, my goodness, I'm seeing the ocean out in front of me now because that's going to be my next house. I'm going to get quiet. Even if you think you're, I'm making this up, I'm pushing it, I don't care, flex that muscle. Do that right now. Okay. Tell me how you feel in the chat. I'm definitely going to talk to you people. I just want to say a couple of things. So is there really one thing you need to change your life? Did you figure out what that was? What is it for you? The one thing you need to change your life. I'll tell you what it is for me after I see a couple of your responses. But it really is a combination of a lot of things. But it is one thing that I did. I'm trying not to give away the word. So I want you to put in the chat what it is that you think is the one thing you need to do in order to change your life from this moment forward in a good way. Okay. Just take that chance to be seen. Beautiful, Beva. Beautiful. I want to see what it is. And I'm going to give you what mine is. Love the exercise to just take one step forward. Great. Really make the commitment, stop waiting. Great, yes. I wanna get a few more in here. So I'd really like you to share it. And don't worry if you're like, I don't know, I'm still confused. That's okay, because the work that we do, it takes root and then it's a, a tumbleweed effect into everything else. Believe and let go, great. Take action without worrying about what folks think. Beautiful, Gia. Nothing is stopping me but me. Beautiful, Robert. I think my first answer is right. Trust in myself and guides in the universe. Believe that I deserve more. Decide, that's it. That's it, Robert, decide. Every single one of you, what I want you to walk away from in this particular thing is to decide. Beva, decide to be seen. Vanita, decide to take the step forward. Audrey, decide to stop waiting and make the commitment. Sharon, decide to believe and let go. Gia, decide to not worry about what folks think. Is that all in your power? Do you all have the power to decide? Great, great. So let me just share this real quick. How many of you were able to see? Jane did this with me yesterday. So and Gia did this with me yesterday. So how was that experience? And I'm gonna hear from you guys in a minute, but how was that experience for you? Were you able to see in your physical world? This has gotten so much for me that I went upstairs. I was upstairs one day. And all of a sudden I was drinking a cup of coffee and I was like, I, I was transported some, to my new house. 
with water and I could see the kitchen clearly. My eyes were fully open. I was conscious. I was fully awake. I've done this before and I've been able to do it. That was like, I think one of the first time it's just happened simultaneously on its own. And that's what it's about bridging the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And the more that don't do it when you're driving, please do do it in a safe space. But the more you do that, what's happening when you get the visceral experience of actually feeling the things in your world with your eyes open, you're getting it in your body. And then what that's what's happening then is the universe is like, oh, we know what she wants. We know what he wants. He's lit up. We got it. And I'll tell you something else that happens. When you're walking out in the world and something happens, you're like, oh, I understand why that's happening. They're showing me I don't need to go down that road. I don't need to be around people like this. I deserve better. Oh, now I understand this opportunity. It's a good opportunity. I'm scared, but this is the right opportunity. Your life starts making sense in the right way. You're not, you're not like on the tennis court. One of the things I work on the tennis court is to not be in constant reaction to the ball. We were talking about this today in my lesson this morning. It's about slowing down, taking your time. She's like, you slow down time on the court. You are slowing down time. Matter of fact, this weekend, I'm actually having a synchronistic moment. One of the people I played with, I haven't played in a long time. He's like, I don't believe in uh, linear time. It's like on the tennis court, it's parallel time. You slow down the time. That's your life. When you're committed to living fully, embodying who you are, you've decided Time works with you. The universe works with you. You slow down things. You slow down your reaction to stuff. And then this magical dance happens that is incredible. Now your guides can help you get there. Learning the symbolic language of your soul. Those of you in membership, make sure you study the symbolic language of your soul. Jane, you're at a whole other level. And Gia at a whole other level with symbols now at Next Level Living. Learn how to use these tools because they're only going to help you. Okay, so Audrey said she could see it in her mind. What I'd like you to do, Audrey, is project it out into the physical world too. Use this as a movie set, but that's a great place to start, honey. So good for you. Um, all right, so now I'm gonna take questions from everybody. I, I actually don't care today what the question is related to. What I am gonna ask you to do is um, to keep it to a sentence. I don't need a lot of story. People think I need the story. I need the context. I don't need any of it. I really don't. If you think I'm not getting it, a lot of times I am getting it. I'm getting, I'm getting the answer to what you need to hear, but you're not, you're not, you're just, that's what needs to open up. Sometimes I, of course I'm human, you know, but I do my best to move myself anyway. So if you have a question, you can raise your hand. You could put it in the chat, however you want to do it. Um, and I want you to practice this stuff if you can. Let's summarize it real quick and then I'm gonna to go to Robert. What you're gonna be practicing, what's the first, you guys tell me, what's the first thing you're gonna practice? Put it in the chat. What's the first thing you're gonna practice? Oh my goodness, you guys gotta type faster than that, man. Wake up, I know it's an early one today. <laughs> Decide and take action. Thank you. Yes. Decide. What's the second thing you're going to do? I'll give it to you. You're going to embody what you want to be. You're going to embody what you want to be. The third thing you're going to do is I'd like you to work with that symbol that you got in your heart, the one that's really loving for you. And I'd like you to walk with that symbol and use it as a guide. You can, if it was like a white feather, you can literally put the white feather next to you and walk down the street with it or wash dishes with it and communicate with it. You have to use your imagination when you work with me. Those are the things I want you to do with this particular call.
Hi, Robert. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. My question is, um, what, what does connecting to your guides, what do they have access to that, that you don't already have direct access to? Um, they have direct access to everything that you have direct access to. What they're doing is reflecting the higher truth of your soul. So you may not have the consciousness yet to see that higher truth. So they're able to give you access to that. So they're in a co-creation with you. It's a really wonderful question because you never want to disempower yourself to your guides. You, they don't want you to disempower yourself. But they're, think of them as these incredible mirrors of love, unconditional love, all your gifts, all your wisdom, why you're here, how much you're loved, beyond measure. What a great, you know, for you, Robert, like what a great storyteller you are and how your story is going to shift and change people's lives and this beautiful heart that you have and how much you care about people. They reflect that to you with no doubt, no fear, nothing. Thank you. Yeah. So that helps you. Mm. Beautiful. Great question. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, then write it in the thing, Beba, because uh, I'm, I'm not, I can't deal with technical stuff while I'm doing this. I'm hosting a podcast right now. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Go ahead, Vanita. Hi, everyone. So yeah, it's kind of a follow-up question from what Robert was asking. Um, I feel like um, in my mind's eye, I see my guides and they kind of shift and change. And one of the things I was going to ask is, is it based on where I am in my life's journey that different archetypes show up for me to be able to ask to receive uh, gifts or wisdom from those archetypes? Does that make sense? Yes, completely. Okay. You have to get my book, Vanita. Say it again. Okay. You have to get my book. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why I say that is because I teach this is what I teach in it. So my answer to you is this is how I work. Okay. I, this okay. is definitely my platform of expertise. One of my platforms of expertise for sure. So I say that people are like, why would you need to say that? Because I've been doing this for over 15 years, but I'm not the only expert out there. I also am teaching you what I know to be true, but none of us really know what the truth is. So you decide what resonates you and leave the rest because that's my understanding of this life. This is my feeling about guides. I would like people to intimately know their guides and who they are. Then there are teachers that'll come in and out. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. does not mean that you will work with a guide for a while and then that guide will start to go because that will happen. Because what happens is your guides are working on their consciousness as well as you're working on your consciousness. You may grow both grow to the place where you're fine and you don't need each other any longer. But a guide doesn't just think of this. I'm in relate. You're in relationship with your guides. It's all relationship. I have this incredible relationship. Could you imagine if a guide disappeared tomorrow? One that I was totally in love with. So they don't just leave. They get you ready for them to leave. And then usually a new one comes in. I do have a space here where somebody hasn't come in yet, but I'm not missing anything. So there are teachers and there are guides for me. I feel that everybody should know their guides. Now, there are some people out there that don't know their guides intimately, and some of them, they do okay with it. Some of them scare the heck out of me because they're pulling answers out of the ethers, and I'm like, wow, that is such bad, bad, that's a bad answer. And they follow this advice and their life goes to pot. Honestly, I'm being honest with you. So get to know your guides intimately. 
that's my thank answer. you Does actually that that, yeah. that helped a lot because it just clarified for me because I know who my core guides are and what you're saying is I just understood that all the other people that are showing up are the teachers they're offering support at the time that I need it and saying hey I'm available if you want to pull from my archetype I'm here yes so, I just understood that distinction. Totally. So thank you so much. And we can ask for it too. Like say I was yeah. working on watercolor. I don't know a famous watercolor. I'll say I was waiting on working on painting. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I want to talk to Picasso and Picasso. Yes. I can yes. feel he's available to me. So yes. Picasso's going to step in for a bit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's exactly what You're I welcome. did. I, I called in Merlin. I was like, I'm ready for some magic. Come and uh, work with me. <laughs> good, good. Perfect. Good, good job. Good understanding. Great question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'll answer anything today. I'm going to be on for another 15 minutes. So any question you have. So Beva said, are my guides doing their job or just sitting back watching me to try to figure out everything? Um, you know, I want to take this Beva, this, I want to take this question in, in pieces. So our guides will step back at times when we need to make changes. So they may have been advising us. They may be talking to us. They may be telling us what to do. And then there are times where they want us to really fully take the reins and live. So they will step back. Now, there's two ways that they step back. There's one way where they're stepping back and they're like, okay, this is on you now. You need to go live. Stop depending on us. We're here for you. We love you. We've got your back, but we need you to make your own decisions without constantly checking in with us. It's growth. The other way that they step back is sometimes you're really in your abilities and you don't need them the way you used to need them. The way that I worked with my guides and depended on my guides and did major, you know, channeling sessions and all of that, I don't need to work that way anymore because it's instantaneous for me now. And I remember when that shifted, I was like, what, what's going on here? Like, why isn't it as intense? And, and then they explained to me, you don't need that type of vibrational energy. We're here. We're right here. And then I was teaching, um, when I was mentoring Sue Kovacs, who's in and of herself, a master right now, doing incredible work. But at the time, I she, we talked about it, and I, and I said to Sue, "That's what happened." She goes, "Definitely, that is what happened to me too. I didn't. I they were stepping back, and I didn't need them as much, or I could feel I didn't need to be in that vibration. So you may be, they may be asking you to step forward and start trusting yourself because I know you very well, Beva. You sit in in dis, how do I say this with? I want to say this with love and compassion. You sit in self-doubt. You need to make some decisions. Excuse me for saying it that way. That's very strong. Um, but you, they're asking you to, to just do, live, trust. Let me tell you something else that happened for me. And I'm going to read the rest of your question, Beva. The other thing that happened for me, so I grew up very Catholic and in a strict Catholic schools for 12 years, all girls and everything, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm grateful that I grew up in a ritual and religion and spirituality and the way my mother taught it to me was wonderful and the way I, there were pros and cons. You don't need to know all that. There was a period in my life where I thought God completely abandoned me and I was pissed off. And I was trying to figure out how to get excommunicated from the Catholic church because I was so mad and I did not want something to happen to me where a priest would show up and give me the last rites. This is how mad I was. And I was like, how do I get excommunicated? And really what was happened is I lost trust and faith because my life was so hard. And I thought that it was happening to me. But really what was happening is a direct reflection of what I was feeling inside. What was going on inside of me was showing up in my external world. 
And so during this period, I was really lost and I would go between bookkeeping jobs and I would stop off at this big, beautiful church because I started getting back into the church and I started getting back into religion. And I found this really progressive Catholic church that marched in the gay pride parade and none did Reiki on me. And I was desperate. And I went back to my roots. I even went to a priest and I said, I think I've lost faith. I don't know what I'm doing. He said, the mere fact that you're here means you got faith. You have faith. He said, you would have never sought me out and asked me this if you didn't have faith. And so I was going between these two, these bookkeeping jobs that I hated. I hated my life. And I would walk into this church and there was this big, beautiful picture of Jesus. And I would just pray my heart out. Help me, help me, help me. I don't know what to do. And then 9-11 happened. And it was devastating. And I was a block away from the triage. And it was the thing that catapulted me to move, which I've been wanting to do, and to change my life. And I started trusting and I started having faith. And then I met my guides. And that's where I learned to trust completely. I learned to trust that everything is information. And, and I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say something in a second. And learning to trust that everything is information and leading me someplace good. Now, I used to say, and just recently I would say, I don't face difficulty the same way. There has been so much hardship in this world recently that I would have a very difficult time saying to a parent or going, you know, the, I don't want to get into the, the things that happened and saying to those people, oh, it's, you know, just deal with it. Like, it's just difficult to have a different perspective. I would never do that because there is hardships. I think it's all our responsibility to take these hardships and these difficult moments and find out what they mean for us and then to build a life from them. I hope that helps. Did that help? Please tell me if that helped you or if I just went off. Okay. I feel very disappointed. Like maybe I need to fire them and hire some others. No, you need to trust yourself and trust the journey. They don't seem to communicate with me. I might get a confirmation sometime down the road by someone or some circumstances. I think you're struggling with communication. Beva, I don't know where you are in the journey. I hope you're I'm sure you signed up for a progress pod and membership which will be really helpful for you. And I think you need to go through the material again and start working through it and building that relationship with your guides. And I pick one guide and I would pick a guide like the owl that you have in your picture. And I would just communicate with that guide every single day for three weeks. And that would be the only guide I would communicate with. And you will build this muscle up again. I know what they feel like and sometimes hear them, just don't see them. So what? If you don't see them, who cares? You don't need to see them right now except for my gatekeeper. He popped in front of me in a lawn chair. When they sit back, I feel them knowingly smile. Okay. So here's my thing. That's what I would tell you to do. But so many people, if you're hearing them and you're feeling them, that's enough. You don't need to see them. It's okay. Um, okay. Okay, great. All right. Is there any other questions? Lucy says she doesn't know her guides. Is that okay? Lucy, do you want to work with your guides? You can unmute. I'm gonna to have to get my dog in a second, so I have to go. And if anybody else has any, I'll take one more question. What? Yes, definitely. Okay, so who do you feel, we've had this conversation before on a podcast because I believe that were you attracted to Jesus? Who do you feel very attracted to? Well, I know that there's an, um, an archangel around me and uh, it just so happened yesterday. I found a, a feather in my garden 
Okay. So if you were to guess who that archangel was, who would you guess it was? Well, I know my own personal archangel is Hanil. So why aren't you working with, I can't say that name and I'm not going to butcher it. Hanil, H-A-N-I-E-L. Hanil. Why aren't you working with Hanil then? I do. But sometimes I think what she does is just sit back and 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 um, leave <clears throat> leave me to my own devices. So here's what I think in in your case and in Beva's case, I think that you don't have the tools and techniques okay. to really communicate. <clears throat> I think you're not using the tools and techniques a lot of what I teach to really communicate. So I do sometimes think they do sit back, but in your case, I feel like people miss the communication. They don't understand. They think it's supposed to be like lightning bolts or they're not understanding that they're touching their arm right now. So what I would like you to do is, and you'll get this in the book too, and you could get it in membership for your soul too, because that's where all these courses are. And now we're offering progress pods where people are going to meet on a weekly basis. And it's really a great opportunity to get to know the community in a more intimate. We have a lot of live components, intimate setting, and you set a little tiny little goal, itty bitty bitty. And it's really incredible. And then you work towards that. But what I would like you to do, Lucy, is just breathe with her, send breath to her, feel just, and you use the breath like an umbilical cord of energy. And that'll help you. So do that for like just a couple of weeks. Don't worry about her not talking to you or what's going on. A lot of times we have people, I'm not going to say me because this isn't me anymore. People have difficulty getting the answers because they're so attached to the answer they want to hear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you, Lucy. Great job. Thank you. All right. Um, so does anybody else take one more question? Then I got to go. Christy, did you come on because you had a question? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, sweetie. Um, I had a call right right then. I had to take the call and it was really, so I had to come back. It's okay. Uh, my question is, how do I develop um, more of the skills of intuition, you know, training? to act on stuff and not think when it's my own mind. Because me moving forward, I've done a lot of things on impulse when I was very excited about it and they just got smashed with a hammer. Hesitant to really trust that again, that it's gonna open up. My will versus being aligned with what I'm supposed to be doing. Say that again. So you, something happens. You you went towards, you intuitive. Don't give me the story. Just give me, me, yeah, quickly. Example would be, Okay, somebody said, you're really good at this acting, so go to a bigger pond and, and try it. And I went and I jumped and I went for my dreams, you know, leap and the net will appear. And it didn't appear and it ended up a mess. So now I'm, I'm hesitant to just really start going for things and then they don't seem to open up. Or maybe this is just different now and it will. Well, here's the thing. It's a great question, Christy, because everybody can relate to that experience, me included. But for me, the way that I deal with life now, especially with having my guides and constant communication is the net's always there. It's just not what you think it is. So there might've been moments, especially when it comes to acting, 
where you weren't getting the jobs or you weren't getting the things you wanted because there was some type of character building moment that you had to have in order to have the courage, the strength, the confidence to handle the criticism or whatever was happening. So a lot of times we don't get what we think we're supposed to get because we're not ready to get it. Or here's the other thing that happens. They're actually, you needed that experience. So I used to be an actress, right? So I needed that experience in order to push me more into my soul's work because the experience of it was so devastating and upsetting that I was working so hard at it. And then it made me, all of a sudden my psychic gifts started opening up and I started working on my soul and trying to find healing. And then I found my soul and I found my work and I came home. So those moments of devastation are really, like I said, there are things that are going on in the world that I want to be careful and be compassionate towards what people are going through. It is, only, it, it is my experience that moments of devastation are leading us more home to alignment with ourselves and to our soul. So what I would say to you is, yes, you need to learn how to use your intuition. I have incredible programs for that, but there's books on it. There's so many things out there. And what happens is it's not only about learning how to trust your intuition to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's about being in the moment. And then all of a sudden a door slams in your face and intuitively and guidance wise, your guides tell you, oh, we know why that door slammed in your face. And they give you the information like that. I went, I told this story before and I'm going to tell it real quick. I was thinking about the other day. I had all these meetings lined up in huge television networks. I was being pitched for my own show. The first meeting I went into was with Lifetime. I fucking bombed, bombed the meeting. I was with big agent. I think it was ICM or one of the biggest agencies. And I was with a big producer and they all walked out and they looked at me and they were like, what the F was that? What did you do? You can't do that. And we had tons of meetings set up with every network. I was devastated. I drove home and I was like, what did I do? I got into meditation with my guides. I need to, I need to be prepared for these meetings. I can't bomb again. Cause that's a moment where you're like, I'm just going to sabotage everything now and fail at every thing. No, I got out my guides. They told me what I needed to learn. They told me what I did. And I hired a couple of people to coach me in the next couple of days. Luckily for me, they must've saw something and pushed a couple of meetings past. Cause the next, I think like two days later, I was supposed to have like three meetings. I excelled at every single meeting after that, every single one. I changed it. And that was a real moment for me. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the intuition happens where you're going to, you're going to fail. Sorry, it's going to happen. But how do you, how do you make it something brighter and better? Does that help you, honey? Yeah. And should it, maybe I was being redirected to do something else because I kept trying to push doors and they weren't opening. So maybe I just is a, a more gentle process of doing something else. Yeah, but if the dream is still alive in you, you want to take a look at that. Because the thing that happened for me is I I was done. I was leaving for a movie set, a short film, and I was working on a murder case as a medium, and I did not want to go on set. I was like, this is it. I'm home. I just want to stay with this ghost right now. And so I, I stopped after that. And then just recently, I went back in time, and I went with consciousness of today back in time. And I said, and I, I was having the experience, a visceral experience. And I'm like, you can do whatever you want. You could go now to master's school, or I studied with some of the best acting coaches in New York. You can go that. You, you know to believe in yourself now. Do you want to act? And I was like, no, I don't want to act. I want to write. I want to do what I'm doing. So sometimes we think we didn't get that thing and we still want it, but we really don't. Does that make sense, honey? Yeah, or maybe it could be even making my own films with my own creativity. Yes, 
right? So I'm on video now. Like I love it. Do YouTube. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, you know, it, it was maybe something more do it yourself with more like empath people make films like that. Yeah. It's just with a different, and I'm in control of, of instead of, you know, they're not yeah. in control. People outside of you, the universe is in town. It, it just know the universe is always working with you, and and that your guys are always working with you. It's just like okay, this moment there's a big no. Why is this? But I will tell you something else, Christy, and this is where I'm shifting my life. There are certain things in my life where the needle wasn't moving forward. I had to have a big conversation with myself, and guess what I did? I decided to change. But that meant accelerating every area of my life. And, and making choices, powerful choices to change. That meant blocking out time to write. That meant getting on my Peloton more. That meant uh, picking up another tennis coach, working out more, okay? All right. Yeah, very good. Great question today. Um, I'm just gonna end this in a second. Lucy's asking again. So I have great program. Membership for Your Soul is an amazing program. If you haven't tried the dollar trial, I suggest you go and try it. We're offering up these progress pods now, which is really incredible. So it's going to be such a great way to, um, first of all, we do, they do reading circles. They do a lot in there. So there's constant practice going on. The community is really rich and great, but there's so many courses in there, not just for me, because I'm not an expert in everything from teachers around the world. So there's so much digital work, there's live components. And now we have these progress pods. So if you want to check that out, go to membershipforyoursoul.com forward slash trial. The book, Lucy, is mystic as guides, mystical connections to soul guides and divine teachers. And it's by the time this podcast is airing, it'll be available for you guys. Pre-orders will probably be next week. And if you pre-order it before July 1st, when it's available, there's some bonuses you'll get. Um, and that's that's it. So let's just uh, thank you. Deva says membership, great community and way to learn. Um, OK, everybody just close your eyes. So one thing spirit wants me to say is none of you are doing it wrong. And don't get so concerned about wrong and rights. It's one of the first lessons uh, this wacky ass medium taught me. She said, you have no business being wrong or right. And she was right. Because when I went into readings, I had to just read and let information come through me and not be concerned with whether I was wrong or right, because I would have blocked the energy. So you have no business worrying about what's wrong, what's right. But what I want you to consider is what's right for me right now? What do I decide to do? What am I deciding? I want you to just breathe in that energy and fill your heart up with that decision. Notice how it feels to honor yourself Honor that decision. And know, just like the story I shared about going into the church and praying to Jesus, and then my prayers were answered. They were answered. And it came in the feeling of a catastrophe, a difficult moment. But it's many times, and I don't think you always have to have those moments at all, actually. But those moments are moments where we pivot. Spirit's like, you don't need those moments in order to pivot. You can make that decision now. You can make the decision now not to have the difficulty, not to have the 
the things that happen in order for you to change. And they want me to share something. So there was a very clear moment where I was hearing, it was after 9-11, I was in Sherman Oaks, and I was hearing emergency vehicles, like, clear audiently, and, but they were around me and they were like surrounding my body. And I was like, Spirit, why are you doing that? And they said, because you think the only way to change or to reach God is through an emergency. And it's not true. You can reach God all the time. And you don't need to have an emergency in your life in order to change. So what they want me to share with you is you can make a decision right now to change. And you can trust that you will show up, that you deserve it, and that you're worth it. And that the universe will have your back. Even when it feels like they don't, they have your back. Decide to believe right now that whatever you believe, whether it's God, the universe, all of the above, your guys, archangels, energy, whatever is like divine energy for you, the ultimate, decide to believe right now more than anything, and I want you breathing this into your heart chakra, that it has your back. Now open your eyes. Give me um, one word in the chat of what you're what what you feel right now. One word in the chat, and then we're gonna end. <sighs> love, what you said. I love that. Fulfilled. But Robert, Beva said acceptance. Love that. Lucy said peace. Jane said trust. Gia said confirmation. Great. What about steady Eddie? There he is, peaceful. Just as I said that. Peace. Love. I think uh, Anita didn't put in, but that's great. Great, guys. Do you feel a little bit, it might be a little bit unnerving, but do you feel better now than when you did in the beginning of the call? I'm glad you said Sharon said love. Good. Blanket of love wrapped around me. Good. So you do feel a little bit better. Okay. This work isn't, um, especially if you're going to follow me, it's the last thing I'm going to say. It's not easy. And if you're gonna work with me, I'm gonna put you to task because I know that there's greatness in every single one of you. So I don't apologize any longer for my direct energy and who I am because I believe in people so much that sometimes I have to shake them. Like Jane, my beautiful Jane is right in front of me. And I so believe in her and what she's creating in a book and Gia who's next level living. I so believe in her and Marianne, like the people I know and Beva. Beva, Beva brings in these channeled messages and membership like she's saying she's not hearing from her guides. And then she brings in this poetic channeled message that everybody's like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. I believe in all of you. I want you to believe in yourself and I want you to do it, okay? Because there's so many people out there that want your magic and need it. And I don't care if it's the person at the grocery store or if you have a message for millions, they need it. And the biggest person who needs it, Spirit just said, is you. You need your own magic. That's what Spirit just said. You need your own magic. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. We are shifting. Um, you're welcome, Christy. Thank you. We're shifting um, pod parties. So it's going to, you're going to, you're going to hear it's going to be less people because we're um, uh, membership for your soul is getting first uh, dibs now because um, we just shifted some stuff, but we will still have some uh, seats uh, for people who can't, who aren't in my programs for sure. 
All right, guys, much love to all of you. Sending you a ton of love. And um, thank you so much for showing up for me. I appreciate it. And just sending you a lot of love. Little hearts. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.